Hey guys, Jelani Banks here. I want to take this time to personally thank all of our listeners. Now, going a little bit deeper, I have a few shout outs. First shout out goes to Hatis. She's in Richmond. She really enjoys the show and gives great feedback. Second, Russell, who's in Bermuda. Um, really happy to, to hear that we have <clears throat> some listeners in different countries. And then finally, there's someone that's listening over in the UK. Um, we don't know who you are, but please feel free to email us so we could give you a shout out as well. Thanks, guys. We hope you enjoy the show. everyone welcome back for episode five of in the black yes sir episode five of season one mm-hmm. in the black a bi-weekly uh personal finance podcast tailored to the african-american experience and i'm one of your hosts jelani banks and i'm the other host edwin kane <laughs> Um, before we get started, I want everyone to continue to subscribe on iTunes, uh, leave a review, follow us on SoundCloud, um, and also follow us on, on Instagram at Potter Family Network. And on Twitter, I, I created a Twitter, guys, um, at In the Black Pod. Um, so be sure to follow us there and, and continue to leave good reviews and, and also email us as well as at, at uh, In the Black Pod at gmail.com. So um, without further ado, Eddie. Tell me something good. Tell me something good. All right, all right. Tell me something good. Um, I really like this story this week. Um, A man with cancer, his name was Joe Booth, he had had one dying wish. And Uh his dying wish seems so simple to me because it's something I take for granted all the time, which is flying on an airplane. He's never flown on an airplane. Okay, that's cool. And so his nurse, who's been taking care of him for the for the last couple of months of of, um, of his stay at his hospital, she bought mm-hmm. a plane ticket and went with him. Um, I, I forgot where they went, but um, I think they hey. went to Louisville, in like Indiana. Yeah, like if you've never been on a plane, that's that's plenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, he 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 went. Um, he he went to Indiana, and then I think the nurse shared his story through social media. And then mm-hmm. 25 pilots volunteered to fly him to different destinations for the next wow. couple of months. So That's dope. Yeah, I mean, it's just amazing to hear these stories. You know, I, I, this is why we do this section, you know, for mm-hmm. stories like this, you know, yeah. to kind of get a break from, you know, the, the negative news. Yeah. yeah. The, um, no, absolutely. Really just to kind of have, have, have that positive mindset as we talk about something that may not excite people all the time, um, because finances, you know, if they're in a negative light, it can be something you want to bring something to, to cheer you up first. Um, let's see my something good. I can talk about something that, that I've seen personally. And I, and I saw this article, um, about people leaving clothes, um, out for homeless people, like in the cold, you know, it's, oh, it's wow. now coming, coming to be spring, but 
and they leave notes on them like, hey, I'm not lost, but if you're cold, take me. And that's something that I, I saw that on the beach um, probably like two winters ago. And now to see like someone writing about it, to know that it's, you know, spreading across America, it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, you know, just to know that homeless people aren't out there, you know, if, if, whether it's like gloves or a hat, I, I know I've seen um, on the article, I think I saw like some jackets, but when I saw it, I saw like scarves. Um, so that's pretty cool. But yeah, so let's see, let's get into our stat for the week. So according to a survey by Consumer Federation of America and Vantage Score Solutions, only 38% of people know that their FICO score means that it's a risk of not repaying a loan. Eddie, what do you think about that? <laughs> Honestly, that doesn't surprise me um, uh-huh. because it wasn't until recently that I knew that, you know, that that was the purpose of the FICO score. Um, yeah. You know, and I've heard of credit scores and stuff like that. And, you know, kind of sort of the, the, the numbers, the ballpark range where you should keep your credit score. But yeah. I didn't know its purpose and also what affects it. Yeah. I think, I think most everyone knows like what I, you know, if, and if you don't, it's okay. I think uh, most everyone knows like what a FICO score is. Um, you know, it's just kind of like, but I think people just think it's just the score that they look at to see if they can afford something probably. Um, but not necessarily, that, that's on the right track in a way, but in a, in a more specific way, it's to see like, what is your credit worthiness of, um, and how likely are you, how safe of a, how safe is it for me to say, Hey, yo, Eddie, take this, however many, you know, whatever thousand dollars. And based on the credit score that lending institutions see is they know whether or not you're going to pay me back that thousand or whether or not you're just going to keep it and run. And I'm never going to hear from you again, basically. Um, so, but what I, what I know for a fact that most people probably don't know, and including like this 38% is what your FICO score, what the makeup of it is. Right. So let's, let's kind of go through that. So the first thing, and you know, I'll probably start kind of backwards from, from lowest to greatest. So there's five different things, right? So 10% of your FICO score um, or your credit score is a mix of different debts, right? Right. So um, there's different, you know, just, just as we know, there's different types of debts. You have credit card debt is probably the most common. Right. Um, Episode four. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> then you have, um, you know, your mortgage, which could be, which could be in there. You have... Um, you have uh, like a car note, which could be in there. You have, uh, oh my God, a huge one, which I'm sure most most of our listeners have, student loans. So just kind of like a, a good mix. Now, this is one that is probably, uh, I would say, quote unquote, the least important because as you get older and as you, you know, progress in your life and have different financial goals that you meet, you're automatically going to have a different mix of debt. So don't think that you have to go out and say, oh man, I need to, to get my credit score up, I need to have, uh, I just need to get a whole bunch of different types of, you know, different types of debts. No, that's not the case. Just continue living your life. It will come. And remember, this is the lowest one. So this is only 10% of your credit score, right? So then we can keep going up to the second, the, um, the second one is also 10%. So this is, this is like, if you have, uh, let's see. So Eddie, we've all been on the plane. Like we were talking about with your something good. We've all been on the plane and 
they come when, when you're about to land, they say, oh, if you would like to apply for um, our airline credit card that gives you one point for every or five points for every dollar you spend, whatever, whatever. So if you were to go and take and to apply for that, for that credit card, then it's going to be like a slight hit on your credit score, right? But anytime you basically apply for something new or you put in an application for something new, it's going to affect your credit score. Now, that doesn't mean that, that also doesn't mean that you should be scared to apply for something just because it will affect your credit score. Like if there's something that you need or you've been, or you've been preparing for it and you've been, um, even basically, you know, doctoring your credit score so that it is where it needs to be, then it's fine. But it's more or less of saying if you're flying on multiple airlines over the course of a month, like don't apply to every <laughs> don't apply to every credit card that comes your way. If you're walking through, if you go to Dillard's and Macy's and Nordstrom's and Gap and and uh, I mean, I don't know, Banana Republic and all these different stores that have that have credit cards don't apply to every single one. Right. Be timely. Yeah. You know, be, or, be or timely. even the online ads, like don't, don't click it. Don't apply. You know, cause some people, they want to apply yeah. to see if, if they can, if they can even, you know, get approved. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is even, so even if you don't get approved, it's still going to like, like you can apply and then get denied. Right. And it's still going to affect um, your credit score. Now, remember, this is still, these, both of these two are only 10%. So, not huge, but just something, you know, to keep in mind. Um, all right. So let's go up to the third one. This is worth 15% of your credit score. All right. This is going to be the length of your credit history. Now, basically, so I don't know, I'm, I'm turning 26 this year. I only have about I don't know, six years worth of time, maybe a little longer because for, uh, if you include my student loans, for sure, include my student loans. So like I have a certain amount of time that I've only been, had a, a lengthy credit history. Now, obviously, if you're older, then you have more time to have, you know, a credit card or, or some different types of loans for your amount of time. Now, this includes all types of debt. So from the first day that you sign that loan for your student loan, that includes your, that's included in your, in your credit history. But it's an average. So say if you had, if you've been out of school for, if you started school 10 years ago, right? And so you have 10 years um, worth of student loans as your first, and you just have that like one student loan just to make it easy. And then last month you opened up a, or a year ago, um, you opened up a, um, you opened up like a credit card. So it's basically going to take the average, or let's say it's just two years, so it's basically going to take the average of, um, of you know, like a student loan of 10 years and a student loan of two years. So then it's going to be like basically in the middle, like five years, five, six years, whatever. And so you're going to, it doesn't take like the, to, it's not going to be like the total number, but it's going to be just like the average. So make sure that if you have like a good, you know, like a good length to, it's okay. Like I said, it's okay if you're going to be applying for things, but just know that it's going to bring down your length of history. Right. So with that said, also, there may you may have a credit card that you paid off. Right. Um, You may have a credit card that you paid off. But when you pay it off, don't cancel it, because if you had that credit card for, you know, 10 years, then you basically got rid of your of of the debt that is that could be the longest of your debts. Right. And so it's going to bring your average down. Um, So just make sure, you know, make sure to, to understand that that is 
you know, just like an average of all your debts. And it's very important. The 15%, I mean, you know, still doesn't sound like a big number, but the length is definitely important. Now, Eddie, one thing that can work in your advantage for something like this, if you are trying to start good habits with your credit score, is possibly getting on a, like your parents. I know my dad, he put me on one of his, he put me on like one of his credit cards when I was younger, um, just to have, you know, some type of credit score there and the good habits that he has from paying, from paying that credit card, um, and, you know, keeping the balance low and paying on time, it, it like, it now is something that I can benefit from. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, I don't know if a lot of people like really know or do that, but I had no idea yeah, until you just said it. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. That's, I, it, it really just kind of hit me, but, um, yeah, you can definitely do that. You can add someone as like an authorized user. And so, you know, if some people are struggling with their credit and they know their parents may have good credit, say, Hey, don't you want to add me on? And I mean, think about what it would be like, Eddie, if you, if your grandparents had a credit card and you just like, Hey pop, let me get on that credit card you've had for 30 years. <laughs> like your length, your length of history is going to skyrocket right? <laughs> and it's going to be awesome. Um, so Let's see. That's that's the third one. Now we're getting up to the big numbers now. Okay. So the fourth is the toll is the percentage of total um, credit used, and this is thirty percent, right? So when you're just starting out, if you may have like you know I don't know five hundred or a thousand dollar credit limit, a lot of people think that oh if I'm just like if I just basically almost max this credit card out and I'm just paying monthly on it, then it's fine because they want to see that I'm paying um, on time, which is true. They do want to see that you're paying on time, but but 30% of your 30% of your credit score is the percentage that have, that is that has been used. So say you have a thou- one credit card, it's a thousand dollars, um, a thousand dollar limit, and you put you know nine nine hundred dollars on it. So now you're ninety percent basically maxed out and when they see that 90 percent, it's like okay he basically he or she basically doesn't know how to manage all the money that they're responsible for oh, okay yeah so you really want to keep it I, th- I think the number is probably like 30 percent and under 30 is pr- like a good number if you if you have the debt obviously we preach a lot about having you know no uh working towards no credit card debt so if, if zero is definitely fine too like zero is not going to hurt okay, you okay so but really yeah so if if i can keep it to a zero balance that's better than keeping like a little balance on it yeah because i i think it's i think it's going to be better i don't know about like for the score but i think what's more valuable is being out of debt than saying like oh well i just want to have 100 dollars on my credit card so that i can have 5 points on my credit score because it's really the the credit scores are are ranges, right? So it's not it's not like someone that has a seven fifty and someone that has a seven sixty is going to have like a better like um, better incentives, right? So you're really yeah, you're really like just kind of picking uh, what's the what's the term like picking hairs or splitting hairs or whatever at that point. So all I I personally always prioritize if you can you know, try to stay debt free or try to get your credit cards down as low as possible. Even zero is fine. And then to keep your credit cards active, because this is something that will happen kind of going back to the length of, of the history. If you pay off your credit card and then you, um, like let it sit, they'll, they'll cut it off. So you don't want to have it sit. So just, just every now and every now and then pull it out, buy a candy bar, whatever, let it hit your account. Um, right. so I let just, it stay in there. I for just like, use it for gas. I mean, that's basically what my credit yeah. card is for. I just, 
pay for yeah. for my gas. But does the credit card company cutting off your credit card does that affect your credit score as well? Yeah, because if it it will um it will affect your length of history. Okay. That's what it will affect the most. Yeah. Cause so if you have one that's, you know, that's that you've had for a while and they cut it off and you're just kind of like, oh man, I had that credit card for a couple of years. And it's gonna it can affect your average. So um man, I apologize. my family's in the other room. They're they're laughing it up. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear I don't know if you can hear them, but we were yeah, they're they're <laughs> they're cleaning up and laughing. But um but um what, let's see, what were you what were we talking about? So yeah, it, it will definitely affect it can definitely affect um your credit score because of the length of history. So now so let's see. Oh, one so with with like the percentage of total used, this can help you if you just continue to like pay down, pay down your credit, pay down your credit, pay down your credit. Let me um let's go to commercial here because let me tell them to be a little quiet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're OD. <laughs> They're OD right now. <laughs> this episode of In the Black is brought to you by uh well, no one. If you have a company or a business and you want to sponsor this podcast, let us know. Email us at intheblackpod at gmail.com. Again, that's intheblackpod at gmail.com. Okay, so with the percentage of total use, you want to like work towards paying it down. And then another thing too is what what can happen if you're paying your stuff on time and you're like co- consistent with your payments? Then they your your credit card company or whoever's well, this will mostly happen with credit card companies. You can call them and say, "Hey, like, can I get a higher credit limit?" Now, in my personal in my personal experience, before I could even call them, they they would increase it because excuse me, let's be reasonable. They want you to spend more money. So if they see you're being responsible, they'd be like, "Ooh." I gave him a thousand dollars. He's been like getting eight hundred, then paying it back to five, then getting nine, then paying it back to four. Then so it, you know they're being very reasonable, paying off their debts. I'm gonna increase it to three thousand. You're gonna be like, oh, I got more money. Show me the money. Like, no. I mean, it's gonna be good for your credit score because it increases um, the total amount of credit that is available to you, and which would then lower, which would then um, lower your percentage. However, don't just go and get excited and think you got. You know, we. We've talked about this already, so we know that it's not free money. Um, and so finally, 35% of your credit score is, drum roll please, paying your bills on time. Oh, wow. Go, go figure. So, <laughs> exactly, right? And a lot of people a lot of people will be like, oh, yeah, duh. So this is probably the easy, well, I wouldn't even say that, but it's probably the most obvious I would say it's definitely the most obvious. It's the um, most but it's obvious, so important. but it's probably the hardest thing to do mm-hmm. because it's something that you have to be mindful of consistently. Like I think the percentage of total balance used and length of credit history are probably the easier ones to manage because one, all you have to do mm-hmm. is just keep your credit card alive for, you know, as long as possible. Yeah. And the other is, yeah. you know, I think it's tied to paying bills on time because if you keep your total mm-hmm. balance down, obviously you're paying your bills on time. Exactly. But it, so yes, definitely, definitely paying the bill. And so it really, it's really just for the minimum. Um, but what we always preach is to pay more than the minimum, but you have to remember it, it, it it is, they're all tied together, which is a definite huge plus. So you don't have to like really break your neck to do any of them. But, but to remember that just because you're paying on time doesn't mean like 
then don't keep running up your credit card bill and then increasing your percentage limit to 90, 95, not, you know, even before 90, 60, 70, 80, 90, whatever. Exactly. Um, I mean, I mean, going back to the first, the first point you made, which is mixing different types of debt. If you yeah. pay your bills on time, you, if you use that same mindset throughout all your debt, whether it be your mortgage, your, your car loan, um, you know, uh, your credit card debt, I think like it will just improve your credit score overall. And if you keep that mindset, you know, we're all about building habits on this show. If we build that habit, absolutely, then it will spread across to all your different debts. And, you know, your credit score will just reflect that. And um, just a little just a little side note on habits. It's a heavily recommended book, The Power of Habit. Eddie, have you read it? I have it? not read it. I actually just I picked up Char- the uh, Hidden Cost of Being African American this week. I meant to oh. text you. Oh. I'm in detection. <laughs> that makes me so yeah. excited because look, when you're done reading, and I'm gonna have to reread it, but when you're done reading that, we're gonna have an episode, and we might have to have an extended episode on that. Honestly, yeah, that might have to be like an hour because it's it's deep. So so I make sure to, you. I meant to you, text uh, you this week because my birthday's coming up. I was like, what book do I uh-huh. want? What's the first book I want to read for this you know new trip around the sun? And so I picked that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're going to really enjoy it. Make sure to make sure to make some good notes in there because we are going to have an episode on the hidden costs of being African American. Okay. Huge, huge. Um, all right, let's let's get back. So we've talked about the categories that they do consider. Uh, very quick, what credit card companies or what uh, not credit card? What the the FICO company? Oh, let's let me talk about the different companies. So there are three types of scores: Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian. So those those companies, well, those are those are actually report companies. So they'll they'll rep, they'll provide a credit report, and then the credit report there's like a calculation that makes up the score, and the score the calculation are those five categories of paying your bills and length of history and so on and so forth. So those three companies, Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian, what they don't consider are the race, like your, the color of your skin. Um, which is amazing, uh, your religion, uh, your sex, so so whether you're male or female, your marital status, your age, or whether you're actually employed. So think about the times, Eddie, we go into places and we're, uh, we're trying to buy something and, you know, they look up your credit score, but then they ask, like, how much money are you making? And that's because they, if, with just your credit score, they can't actually see if you can pay right. it back. They can just see that you're likely to pay it back. Um, you know, that you're just basically responsible. So those are things that they don't consider. Um, now, I guess kind of like a range of credit scores. So they go from like 300, I think it's 300 to 850. And um, now bad news, obviously, if you're in that lower number um, of 300, it's basically like you don't really have any credit. If you're under 550, no one's really going to give you a loan. And if they do, you probably don't want it because it's going to be crazy, crazy, right. crazy, crazy, crazy amounts it's of interest. It's probably going to be like a payday loan. Um, yeah. Um, we want to stay, we really want to stay above like 650 um, or work towards getting above that. That's probably like a, that's like a fair, excuse me, that's like a fair score. You'll, you'll get some loans. Um, it's not going to be the most favorable of interest By average rates. interest rates or and like then, below average? Yeah, I would probably still say like below okay. But de- but definitely not like crazy crazy like you know it's gonna be. I mean I don't really know because I I don't know what type of interest rate that you would get because it you know it, it varies everywhere but I I do know that it's not gonna be 
when when the car companies say, "Oh, come in now and get your and get your um you know, 60 months for 0% interest, you know, like you're not going to get the 0% interest on the car with with a 650." Okay. You yeah, you basically got to have probably like a 750 and above for um for something like that. <clears throat> so um yeah, you you really you really want to stay above the six fifty. Seven fifty and above is is ideal because anyone with like a seven fifty and above, you're basically going to get the same amount of you're you're going to get the same amount of benefits. Now, obviously, the higher you can go, the more the more leeway it will give you. Um, so that the more leeway you can give you, so that if you take a minor hit, you're not going to drop out of that seven fifty range or below. You know, a range that is ideal for you. Um. So let's see. I uh, da, 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 da. if you don't oh if you don't have any if you don't have any credit this is a good way to start credit for you right so anybody that has student loans you automatically have it so don't think that you don't so that's what the first the, thing. what if the loans are if in deferment do, yeah that's fine so as soon as you sign that dotted line the the loans are going to basically hit your credit card uh, not your credit card your credit report. And then gonna then um, you know impact your score. Now, if you if your credit if your um, student loans are like the only thing you have, then obviously your score is going to be lower than than usual, which is fine. You know you you, ha- you have time if you're just starting school, you have time to work it up, and you really only have you don't have any mix of debt. You just have that one thing. So um you know keep it there. You I know most people you don't have to pay it while you're in school, but you can to keep the interest down, which is you know a great idea. It's not something that I did, but going back, I probably would try to do it. But if you if you don't have like a credit card, you can go and get something like that's like a secured credit card. So you can go to the bank and you can go and say, hey, like I want to start a credit card. They're going to they're going to look and see that you don't have good credit. But then what they're going to do is say, "Okay, here, give us. I mean, I don't know what the number is. I've never had one, but it's probably like it's probably between like two and five hundred dollars. You go and you give them the money. And then they'll give you the credit card. And so you swipe and then like it, then you can pay on it because if you don't pay them back, then they already have your money. So it's, it's really just like a way for them to get, to guarantee to get okay, paid. Okay. So if I, if I give them $200, they'll give me $500 in credit. No, no, no. It, it'll, it's, it's one, one for one. one. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's one for one. Yeah. So if you give them $200, they'll give you $200 in credit and then you can go and you can swipe 200 and pay it off, swipe, pay it off, swipe, pay it off. Um, you know, and, and then like after some time when you build that, that will help you build your credit because it's showing that you can pay your stuff on time, which is 35% huge. And um, it'll give you some, some credit history. Then they'll say, okay, here, um, I believe that, I believe that the credit card, that the secure credit cards, the money is, is refundable. So if, you know, if you're responsible, they're going to give you your money back and then they'll increase your limit. So it's really, it's a, it's a, it's a refundable deposit. So then you, now uh, you give them two or $500. Now your credit limit is $1,000. You're like, yo, all right. Now you're working with some and you continue to build and continue to build and continue to build. So um, let's see if we can. Uh, I think, honestly, I think that's everything I have. Okay. Well, yeah. if, if you let's could see. sum I, up, I over you there. know, what your, what our credit score is, like if you could sum up in one sentence, what would yeah. that sentence be? Yeah, it would go back to it. I would definitely go back to what most people don't understand what the credit score is. And that is that your credit score 
is your risk of not repaying a loan. That's all it is. And it's broken up into the five categories of paying your bills on time, the total percentage of the credit used, the length of the history, your new accounts that you apply for, and your mix of different debts. If we keep those, if we keep those five things in mind, um, and just remember to monitor our credit scores, you know, a few times a year. You can always, you can always look for, um, you can always order your report for free. Each one of those once a year, but um, creditkarma.com, and that's a that's an app. Yeah, look look it up on creditkarma.com if you if you have no idea. And Credit Karma is a little, uh, like the apps are probably a little iffy because they, not, not iffy is not the word, but Usually, if your credit score in there is one thing, it's probably a little bit lower than that. So it's not it's not going to be exactly. Right. It's um, always the same. ballpark range, but yeah, but it's a good it's a good like way to know if you have no yeah. idea. And it's a good indicator um, of what category you fall under, whether it be fair or good or poor credit. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's definitely a good indicator. But one thing one thing that is probably the most helpful besides the actual score is looking at the report, which which I which I'll say again are two different things. The report makes up the formula or report has the things that make up the formula to put the score. So you can see on your report if there are any mistakes. You can say, Oh man, I didn't I don't have this debt. Or you can see and say, Oh, this is kind of like my utilization, or this is these are things I may have like um in delinquency. If I didn't, if I um if I didn't, you know, they might be in, in collections. If I didn't pay these things on time and now this is hurting my score because I have that hospital bill from three years ago that I forgot about. I mean, that, that's something that happened to me when I was when I was in Oakwood. I had a hospital bill and it was being sent to my house in Pennsylvania. But like my parents weren't opening my mail. So that joint was just sitting there, bro, went, in, went into collections. <laughs> and it wasn't even that. It was like $100 maybe. Oh, man. But yeah, hurt the score, but you know, paid it off. Um, luckily, things negative negative marks on your credit score they stay on there for I want to say seven years. So definitely, definitely a long time considering we're only you know twenty five, twenty six. However, it's not forever. <laughs> it's not something that's like oh my goodness, once this is on here, I'm never going to recover. That's not the case. Um, so yeah. Hey, man. Well, that's the way it is. Thanks for listening, guys. Yep. See you guys next time on, I guess it's coming out on the, on for the first. So yeah, on the 15th. Yes, see you on the 15th. 15th. It's in the black. Y'all listen. <laughs> she take my money.